It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is December 1st, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, also past Department Commander for the DAV for the State of Maryland. And we officially now have 150 shows under our belt. What do you think of that, Bill? That is outstanding, Gary, and it's been my pleasure to be with you uh, in a lot of those shows. All right. And also, um, I just you know, we only have 24 days left till Christmas. Well, let's give everybody plenty of time to uh, mail me my gift. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Bill, how was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was great, and, uh, you know, I... I had mercy on the turkey. I let them, uh, uh, they, they, they got a reprieve from me. All right. Yeah, we had four of them going, actually. Unbelievable. That is something else. I wanted to let you know what happened on, on that day. Uh, my little granddaughter, she's four years old, she came out of the house, and she was so proud she tied her shoes. And uh, she said, Gampa, Gampa, I tie my own shoes. I looked down, and they were on the wrong feet. So I, I said to her, they're on the wrong feet. She looks at me kind of funny, and she says, these are my feet. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. I think we had a a riot. I tell you, everybody everybody heard that, and they just laughed. (laughs) You know, last week's show, we had Jim McCormick, Director for Veterans to Agriculture and the owner of Raising Cane Farms Ministry, which is in West Virginia. During the state address last January, the governor highlighted the West Virginia Veterans and Warriors to Agriculture program. They actually honored it. Uh, This partnership between the West Virginia Department of Agriculture and the West Virginia Department of Veterans Assistance is giving our servicemen and women the training opportunities they need to succeed uh, and is giving, actually they returned home. When they returned home from serving their country, specifically designed to assist veterans uh, interested in farming, the program offers a number of training and support opportunities as well as resources to connect these veterans and their uh, products with local retailers, which is kind of cool because, you know, without even trying, uh, they're telling us, you know, you're talking about uh, providing uh, a veteran and his family that work this. Um, probably a minimum of sixty, seventy thousand a year, and if they work it, you're talking about maybe sixty, a hundred and sixty to hundred and seventy thousand per year, which is a pretty good figure. So, and by the way, uh, uh, I don't know if everybody heard what happened. Uh, of course, it's all over. It's about uh, um, I, actually one of our veterans, West Hampstead. Hempstead, I'm sorry, New York, there was a U.S. Navy veteran that uh, traveled from Long Island to Florida for a knee replacement, and his house was the last thing that was on his mind. His name is Philip Williams. His home was demolished uh, 
in the spring in the spring by a town officials why they spent about months recoup well he spent months recuperating from his surgical complications in Fort Lauderdale back in New York officials in the town of Hempstead deemed his modest two-story home was unfit for habitation and they demolished it the man is 69 years old and is now waging a legal battle against a suburban New York town. He wants reimbursement for the house and all his belongings that was inside. It's just wrong, he said, that he pays his mortgage was up to date, his property taxes up to date. Everything was current and fine. He went to Florida on December of 2014 for a procedure and so his friend could help him out uh, during the recovery but he developed an infection that forced further surgeries and heart complications leaving him hospitalized until doctors deemed him medically able to return to his home in August when he pulled up to the property guess what there was no property there it was just an empty lot his first thought was there, there has to be a fire or something. Well, actually, the uh, Hempstead officials sent inspectors and determined the house was unfit for habitation, so they knocked it down. William says that he, never con he was never contacted and believes town officials thought his house was a so-called zombie home, a dwelling abandoned after foreclosure proceedings began, but not yet seized by the bank. They still rushed out and demolished it. The town basically took everything from him, and is now he's he's now filing uh, legal action on them. He lived in this house since he was six months old. He said many of the items in the home had been in his family since he was a newborn and had actually sentimental value, like his late wife's uh, engagement ring, photos of his six children growing up, and model train sets that uh, you know he's had since he was a child he lost all his clothing a brand new bicycle that he purchased before he left dishes silverware and all the housewares town officials say they tried to contact to contact him and provided the associated press copies of letters that they said mailed to his home and the banks they also held a public hearing and actually move forward to demolish the house. He, cont he contends that uh, he never received any of these notices and said he couldn't figure out why the letters were mailed to four separate banks where he never has any never had any type of an account. Uh, I have an idea. He actually has no idea why these banks received the letters. Uh, they had nothing to do with his mortgage. His mortgage was up to date. His taxes were up to date. Uh, this is just unbelievable. What do you think about that, Bill? Well, Gary, uh, you know, the, the story pretty much speaks for itself. I, I guess what the, our hope and expectation is that, uh, you know, the folks in that community and uh, on Long Island and New York will rally around this veteran who... Uh, uh, serve this country and and do uh, uh, all that they can to to get him restored back uh, to where he was. I mean, uh, 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 losing your home under such uh, uh, conditions is just unbelievable. And I'm I'm thinking that there's plenty of good people in that community that's going to come to his aid and assistance and uh, get him back in operation again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
Now, Bill, you mentioned something uh, before the show is that you have some information about a uh, Newport uh, uh, newswoman that served in Vietnam. Yeah, this lady, I believe, is uh, uh, 69 years of age and uh, had outstanding service during the, uh, her time in, in Vietnam. And, and I, you know, what really got my attention about this is that, you know, uh, not too often that we really recognize our women veterans for their service uh, uh, when they're serving the country. And to take time out to identify this individual for her service, I think this is a very, uh, 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 a good gesture on her part, uh, because, uh, uh, let's face it, our Vietnam veterans, uh, gave good service to the country, and now they're beginning to get into that aging category. Yes. No, that's true. That's very, very true. Now, uh, we had a guest that's going to was going to be on today, uh, Pepe Ramirez, uh, with uh, combat vets helping combat vets. But some personal uh, situation came up, and uh, we have today uh, someone filling in with the uh, uh, Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. And Bill, why don't you introduce our guest? Well, absolutely, Gary, and it's certainly our honor to have Randy Jones uh, with us. Uh, today, he has served with the federal government for more than uh, 40 years in many capacities as, civil as a civilian. Uh, Randy served both in the U.S. Army and the United States Marine Corps with distinction, rising to the rank of Sergeant Major in the United States Army. One of his uh, responsibilities while on active duty uh, was that uh, assisting families and bringing it to their attention when uh, uh, one of their loved ones had either been injured or killed in action. Randy also served as a government and commercial contractor for many years. And Randy also is a member of the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel Board of Governors. And it's our honor to have Randy with us today. Welcome again, Randy, to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Randy. Oh, thanks, Bill. Great uh, introduction. I appreciate you. And uh, Gary, thank you. My heart, my heart goes out to the Navy veteran you were mentioning who had taken the trip and lost yeah. the house. Oh my gosh! And all his yeah. belongings. But he was and, in. He um, was in the. I believe he was in the VA down here for some for that need replacement, and and it's just uh, phenomenal that uh, something like this could uh, could happen. Um, yeah, you know, it's just unbelievable. It is phenomenal, and mm. you know, investigations will go into this. I, I'm hopeful they will, and and people, the people will come together, and um, this won't stand. Yes. And, uh, we will see. We'll see what happens in the next few months. But God bless him. And um, you said uh, uh, is his name Pepe? Is that yes. Who is in the? Who is well? Yeah. I hope his uh, his medical woes are are cured just as well. All right. Because people who serve people are just they're fantastic and. We really enjoy the fact that they are there, and we enjoy being part of that service as well. Exactly. 
Now, uh, let's uh, let me ask you, Randy. How how did you get involved with the uh, Veterans uh, Suicide Prevention Channel? I uh, <clears throat> I had, uh, as Bill said, I had forty two years of service with the DoD, and one of the things that that I really enjoy doing is helping uh, helping military veterans and families and. And I just I just get a kick out of it. And every time I see somebody with uh, a baseball cap and it has something to do with the military, I'm always wanting to talk with that person. And so I was uh, I was over at an office depot walking around, and I see this barrel-chested guy wearing a Vietnam veteran hat, and I <laughs> walked over to him, and, and that was uh, Glenn Towery. And his wife was with him, Juanita Towery, and I, oh. I <laughs> tapped him on the arm, and I said, "Are you a Vietnam vet?" And he said, uh, "He said, yes, I am." And I said, "I'm a a Vietnam era veteran myself." And we chuckled uh, with each other, and and he said, "You know, I I have founded a a, a nonprofit." That is is the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, and immediately I was interested, and I said, "Tell me a little bit more about that." And he told me about uh, how that the channel is an online resource for veterans, and the only television channel that is directly focused on veterans and their families. Mm-hmm. And I, the more I listened to him, the more interested I was, and. and uh, I gave him my card, and we later on had an opportunity to meet at his house and go through what he had and the videos and the services that are being provided. And I said, I want to be part of this. And uh, shortly thereafter, he and the board of directors of the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel invited me to become a board member and and to to work within the VSP channel, and so that was in um, began in early uh, spring, I would say, of 2015, and then uh, through the summer, I had some issues I had to deal with, and then we got together again in in July, I believe it was, or August, and uh, we've just been we have just been moving along. With, it's that time. Oh, that's so I great. Hope that answer, I hope that answers your question, Gary. Yes, it does. And it's time for a break. Today's show okay. is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. And again, if you hear uh, some noise, some clicking, that's probably my cough drop. I woke up with a sore throat this morning, so I don't want to oh. breathe on anybody. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, uh, in other words... Uh, it's all exciting to have you back on. Uh, you know, this is in the. It's going to be a big year in 2016 about uh, the suicides of 22 a day, and um, uh, we are uh, with also the uh, Veteran Suicide uh, Prevention Channel, and uh, you're going to hear more and more about it uh, as we go along. And you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Find 
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Randy Jones, on the board of directors for the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel. And, Bill, I know you had a question just before we went to break. Well, you know, I'm 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 impressed with uh, uh, Randy being with us today, and Randy, I'm sure that there's some other information that uh, you can provide us with, and especially some of what we've heard in your uh, checking into demographics and veterans and where they are, and how the uh, the suicide prevention channel can be a, a resource for help in those areas. Please tell us about that. Sure. Sure, I'm happy to do that. When we when we began to um, began to look over the data that we could find regarding veterans and uh, where they may be and uh, what kind of market information can we fi- find about the veterans, and there was a there was a Hanover research study that was published in 2012, which was which was really um, full of data that we we poured over and began to realize how we could uh, how we could target the audience with the VSB channel. Where where do the veterans live, and then what are the veterans looking for regarding um, education and employment? And so and so from this particular study, Hanover Research, dated November 2012. We learned that the, the largest population of veterans is in the state of California at almost 1.9 million veterans. And then the, the, number two, the number two state is here in Texas with 1.7 million veterans. And the, uh, and the number three state is right there where you are in Florida. And it's, uh, it's like uh, 1.6 million veterans 
And right. we also, we also. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Did you did you have a comment, Bill? No, I just I. I just mentioned it that yes, you were right on that um, because yeah. uh, you know I live in Volusia County in Central Florida, and just in that one county, there's seventy thousand veterans. Yeah, you're talking about one point six million veterans, and mm-hmm. I found it interesting. I found it very interesting that the fourth largest population of veterans is in the state of Pennsylvania. Oh, really? And yeah, and I never, I never would have, I never would have thought of that. And then I began to do a little bit of research, and I found that our first president, George Washington, uh, established a residence there in in Pennsylvania upon his retirement, and it just seems to have continued from that time. So there's almost uh, nine hundred four thousand veterans in Pennsylvania, which is the fourth largest population of veterans in the, in the various states. And uh, when, we begin to, when we begin to think about veterans, we think about, we here at the VSP channel, think about how can we, how can we identify the audience to ensure that we are developing programs that will go to the age of the veteran, and that that person is going to be interested in that program. So one of the breakdowns that I was very interested in was the population, the veteran population by age. And uh, looking at, I, I always, I always thought that the veterans are going to be younger age and so on and so forth, but that's really not the case. Um, for instance, for instance, all veterans uh, age 50 to 54 years comprises 8.5 percent of all veterans, and we're looking at we're looking at a total of almost 23 million veterans. And uh, then when I look into it, 35 to 39 years old, which I expected to be the highest, was only 4.5 percent. And the highest percentage, highest percentage, is 65 to 69 years old at 10.9 percent, and uh, and uh, that to me was amazing. And followed by the next highest was 60 to 64 years old. Mm-hmm. It's just it it is uh, it's amazing data, and why? Because we begin to see that that the the people the largest number of people who have served are really aging pretty pretty rapidly and when we see that the 20 to 24 years old is only 1.3% of all veterans we can we can begin to look at what's going on with the veteran population what are what are the various military services doing with this data and how do we how do we begin to attract people to the service military service and those are the kinds of things that we do at the VSP channel and and the reason we do that is we need to clearly understand the breakdown of the veteran population because that aids us in understanding the breakdown of the military population 
That's so true, Randy. And I think, you know, if I may just add something to that research that you've done, and you've probably heard this in terms of how we serve in this uh, in this country. You know, going back to uh, World War II, when our country had a, uh, a national population of about 130 million veterans, we saw 11.4% of the population at 130 million serving uh, in military service to our country. Mm-hmm. And you move forward to the Vietnam War when we are at 200 million plus, give or take a few. We are uh, served, and, and, and that's our era, the three of us that's on the program, uh, mm-hmm. uh, with 4.5% of the population serving. And then you really fast forward today with uh, more than 300 million uh, 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 citizens in our country, uh, less than one half of 1% is serving. So I think that has a tremendous impact in terms of the aging veterans versus those at the bottom are few in number and the percentage of the overall numbers that we have in the veteran population. Well put. And very, very good point. Very good point. Uh, because, because we the people, we the people must have an interest in where does, where does the government, our government, place its emphasis? Where do the budget dollars go? And the, as the population of veterans and military is, is reduced, the funding may be reduced, so we we continue we must continue to be interested in the military population as well as the veteran population and studies such as this are are very, very powerful in bringing out that kind of information that you just brought up bill and that's excellent and excellent and well put too thank you. Well, well, Randy, you know, I think uh, that is an area, if there's a shortfall that exists, is presenting, you know, general and specific trends and actualities in the veteran population. And I think there's a, there's a lot of good information there uh, that uh, we can be able to get out, to, uh, you know, across the country. And here's one of those things that I think the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel can bring that to the fore and get folks to gravitate towards it. I agree, Bill. I agree. All right. And uh, the VSP channel is a resource not just for veterans, but also for veteran services organizations, for state uh, state alliances. For instance, uh, for instance, we participated in a in a meeting of the uh, Texas Alliance for Veteran Support Groups, and it was wonderful. And I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are such alliances in each one of the states, and I don't know how how broadly they're announced or or covered by the media or such, but I'm sure that there are people who are very interested in 
the kind of information that we're talking about today. Uh, right. When we when we talk about when we talk about veterans, we also we also look at at um, I do in any event we look at education. Veterans veterans are far more likely than the average American to have earned a high school diploma. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. They are a national organization, and it's run by Josh. Just give Josh a call right now. That's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407 4010772 you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio powered by Voice America on a variety channel and we'll be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Randy Jones, on the board of directors for the Veterans Suicide Prevention Channel. Now, Randy, you were talking about figures before, uh, percentages as far as uh, in, in different areas. Uh, you, your affiliation with the Department of Defense, is that where you receive those numbers from? or I got, it, go? I got the numbers from um, Hanover Research Group in their published report of uh, 2012. Okay. I also I also did some reviews within the Department of Defense to to get some of this information, and uh, it's it's available online and it's very interesting, very interesting stuff. And I also I also we we talk about veteran suicide prevention mm-hmm. and and what we really really are doing i i believe everybody everybody is in the cause of 
preventing veteran suicide. I, I just really do. And and then when we take a look at at other agencies, it's it's very interesting what we can gain from other agencies. So I went to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and I found their chart, 2015 facts and figures. And they talk about, they talk about that there are 40,000 Americans who die by suicide every year. Yes. Suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. And veterans comprise 22.2% of suicides. Now, when we, when we take a look at, when we take a look at our documents and, and how we want to serve the veterans, what we want to do is emphasize availability of education, availability of data that shows how veterans are succeeding. And, and we believe, we believe the veterans, whether it's combat-related or non-combat-related, we, we believe that veterans may be impacted by various, various problematic issues. And so what we like to be able to do is to be the flagship for those programs that are going to assist the veterans and that's the reason we like to have the demographic of saying the population of, of the veterans and what percentage is this age and what percentage is that age, because then we can more effectively target the audience, the times of day that that audience and in that percentage of the demo- demographic would be available to go online to our 24 hours a day, seven days a week, TV channel. So I hope I'm answering your question here, Gary. Yes, that's phenomenal. It really is. Now, you also have figures on um, the GI Bill for the uh, post-9-11 recipients. Uh, Yes. uh, Tell us about that. Well, a list of, there are uh, 10 uh, top institutional recipients of post-9-11 GI Bill dollars. And it, uh, when we take a look at that particular market, we find that it's dominated by for-profit institutions, which make up about 80% of the list of institutional recipients of those post-GI, um, post-9-11 GI Bill dollars. The Apollo Group, which people may or may not recognize that, but it, it owns the University of Phoenix, which really tops the list of those institutions. The... Uh, the only two nonprofit institutions on the list come from the public sector, the University of Maryland system, and the University of Texas system. I felt pretty proud about that when I when I found that piece of data because being here in Texas and knowing what the University of Texas does and and, and the dynamic way it is is just, in my opinion, is just great. So. That is very interesting about those dollars and, and where they go. They go to for-profit and non-profit institu- institutions. Right. Now, here's uh, how, how much, you know, people don't understand this as far as uh, money-wise. How much money does it take to create a channel such as this? And uh, 
where can our listeners go to support the efforts uh, to create this channel? It, uh, it takes uh, continuous inflow uh, of money, and, and the reason it does is because, not just because of the channel and the programs we want to put on the channel, but what, we, what we're doing is we're pl- planning to found the uh, home office of Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel here in, here in Texas, in what we call Central Texas, and the reason for that is uh, we got the capital close by. Uh, we have strong support in the state of Texas, as I'm sure you do there in Florida, for veteran programs. And um, we look to we look to develop the capital to build a broadcast studio. So the answer to your question is. Um, continuous flow of dollars is necessary. The other answer to your question is a person can go to online vspchannel.com and and not only view what's there but also have an opportunity to donate to the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. And uh, I believe I believe we will have a, a we will launch a uh, a program for developing funds just for that facility, building that facility here in Texas. We've got some strong, uh, strong political support. We appreciate that. We've got some strong uh, corporate uh, interest, and uh, we really, obviously, need the interest and support of the U.S. population as they begin to see what we're able to do not just for veterans, but also for veterans' families and also for those veteran service organizations who are desperately needed to help our veterans. And I, I also see that there's a lot of um, uh, organizations. Everybody's really interested. Everybody I talk to is very interested in the Veterans uh, Suicide Prevention Channel. Uh, if it's going to help, uh, you know, even if it could save one life, um, you know, yeah. that's what it's all about. Exactly. Exactly. Well, and gentlemen, we that, hear numbers. I'm sorry, Bill. I was just going to say, gentlemen, that that's a great point, and I, I think. Uh, Randy and Gary, a lot of this support is going to come from veterans ourselves. I, I was Correct. mentioning to Gary earlier today about a veteran that I was in a conversation with last night who uh, is dealing with post-traumatic stress, and to hear that there's a a a, a channel, a a TV channel that's dealing with an issue. And the title of it, I mean, it was it was astounding to this person. And they're saying, where is it? Where can I get to it? I, we never heard anything about this before. And, uh, you know, that part didn't surprise me because we know that the greatest void uh, in the veterans uh, community is a lack of information. But, 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 but uh, uh, this is so... Uh, important, Randy, because when we talk about education, which you just got through uh, discussing, you know, education for everyone in this country is a passport to success. 
And if we can continue to bring information like that in terms of education versus what we're dealing with with this suicide situation, I think that, that there's a strong potential there to turn this situation around. And there's so many ways that our veterans can improve themselves educational-wise uh, with things that are available and even down to family members. Uh, most folks don't realize that a veteran that's declared 100% uh, there is a program that's called a spousal independent education program where mm-hmm. this program is specifically for the spouses of the uh, veteran who are 100%, whether they are the, 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 the veteran, the serving veteran is alive or deceased. And so not only is the veteran getting, uh, uh, you know, improving their educational skills, but it's there to help the family also. That's wonderful. Yes, it is. Wonderful information, Bill. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, as far as events, I think I think uh, it was started in November. We have November, December, and January that uh, they're going to start uh, having more and more events to uh, help support the the, uh, the station. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. And right. and as more people come on to the program, um, uh, and I should say on to the nonprofit because we're involved with programs. But as more and more people, what we need, what we need is hands. And at the same time, I so value the both of you because not only do we need hands who aid us, but we also need brains. <laughs> and people who can, people who can, who can have uh, those ideas and provide that information that you just mentioned, Bill, uh, and that's wonderful, uh, spousal benefit. That's, that's marvelous. And how many veterans actually know about that? That's correct. When we, when we realize that there are 22.8 million veterans in the United States of America, and those pe- are those people being informed? And is the VA, is the VA overwhelmed with requirements? Are they doing what they're supposed to be doing? And these are questions we all should be asking, not just that 22.8 million population of veterans. We all should be asking those kinds of questions. And the VSP channel, that our desire is to inform and to provide information for that 22.8 million population and their families. Yes, and that's that's another thing too. It's uh, we always left out the whole the whole hour here was uh, their families are included in this. Um, they need to be a part of the channel as well as the veteran themselves. Exactly, exactly, and that family unit. Um, Bill mentioned in the introduction a uh, introduction in my introduction to the show uh, that I had. I had uh, notified families and escorted escorted the fallen marine, and and I was I was the person who was uh, responsible for the ceremonies itself, the folding of the flag, presenting the flag to commission officer, and then presenting it to 
um, to the family, there was more uh, because because aiding that family was um, the activity that that I wanted to make sure that I was so deeply involved with and. And they were, in many cases, they were unaware of how to move forward with any, any of the post-death requirements uh, that a family has to go through. And so I would take with me a checklist and, and, and sit with them and talk with them and, and help them. The family is so vital and important, and that yes. is the foremost group in our United States, is the family unit. That is true. And so, very, very, yeah, 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 and we want to help them as well. And thank you for bringing that out, Gary. That's correct. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Randy Jones, on the board of directors for the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. And I'm, I guess my, because of my sore throat, I'm, I'm starting to sound like Bill. I'm being called Bill every now and then. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Maybe I should <laughs> get a sore throat every week. <laughs> Bill, I know you had a question before we went on break. Well, you know, Gary, it is just so great that we've been able to put together a relationship uh, between the American Heroes Network and the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. I mean, you know, I'm so enthused by that uh, and and to be able to have a medium uh, 
of such to bring information to our veteran population. And that leads right into, Randy, uh, social media. And, I, uh, you know, hopefully you are a guru in this area and you can tell us all we need to know about that. <laughs> before, we you, it, oh. Randy, before we jump into it, Randy, <laughs> before we jump I into it, Randy. I appreciate that, I, Bill. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd like I, to just uh, mention... I'd like to just mention that our social media, uh, my my uh, Facebook was hacked, and and uh, I don't have it right now, and it's, I'm having a hell of a time trying to get this thing going again. So, oh it, but it is important. Uh, and and Randy, uh, you go ahead with uh, you know Bill's answer to this question. Uh, social media the, is important. And social media is in these days and times is 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 really it's vital. Because when we see when we see people out and about, almost every one of those persons has on them a cell phone, and Correct. almost almost every one of those persons probably have a Facebook page, and if they don't have one personally, maybe their family has a Facebook page. Um, it's not uncommon to see military veterans turn to social media. And it's amazing, to me it's amazing that that veteran may publish thoughts on their military service or politics on Facebook or Twitter, but they may not mention them to friends in person. They, they may, it just may not be something that they want to talk about or dialogue with. And I really enjoy working individually with veterans and talking with them and hearing what they have to say. But this social media gives them, at times, gives them an opportunity to really publish their thoughts. And as we read those thoughts, whether we're friends or acquaintances or whatever, as we read those thoughts... Let's make sure that we're reading them with a depth of understanding because there may be more in that thought than that veteran is willing to publish. So if we, if we are attendant to Facebook and Twitter and uh, Google+, and by the way, no, I am definitely not a guru. <laughs> my 11-year-old... <laughs> My 11-year-old granddaughter taught me how to text. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, but those well, whenever, you, whenever you have that phone problem or, or, or anything like that, uh, yeah, it's, it's the kids that uh, know how to do it. That's exactly right. And, and we then should step out, we being the senior uh, folks, step out and learn this stuff and to, and to begin to interact with, these social groups and the veterans are definitely going to use social media to interact and, and uh, we can we can be part of that it's certainly it's certainly something that the VSP channel is interested in we want to make sure we want to make sure that we adopt social media as a as a major opportunity to communicate with veterans and at the same time, we want the programs on the VSP channel to be programs that are receptive 
uh, by the veterans and that they are, they are pleased with the programming that they find there. And we want to, we want to identify the veteran service organizations who would like to advertise on the VSP channel because in that way they get their word across to the veterans. So it, it's just, it's just, it's all an opportunity to really associate and speak together and learn about each other. That is true. Very true. And again, you're not only looking for supporters, you're looking for volunteers also. We can definitely use a lot of volunteers. So I think it might be. Isn't that important? Yes. Volunteers are very, very important. Yes. And and, um, it doesn't doesn't mean that that person has to be in the state of Texas to volunteer because there there are things that we believe folks can do in the states where they may live that would be of assistance to the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel, uh, such, as, such as posting on a Facebook page, such as distributing flyers, those kinds of things. Correct. Now, again, you know, when we talk about uh, uh, resources, uh, the first you know, the veteran's first concern is uh, where where are they located? And um, again, what we're trying to do is uh, make them aware of where that resource is, uh, you know, uh, located, and also do a national uh, coverage where you know, no matter where you are, we'll be able to help you out one way or another. Wonderful. You're right. Okay. Now, we only have a couple minutes left. Randy, it was a pleasure having you on the show today and filling in there. Uh, uh, we really appreciate it. What would you like to share with our listeners in closing? In closing, I'd, uh, I'd just like to share in that uh, you, too, can be part of the Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. It is important work. And uh, even if what you're doing is viewing the channel... And, and understanding the programs that are being that are being displayed on that channel, and and know that everyone everyone can be involved in veteran suicide prevention. Everyone can be, and even if even if you're posting on uh, on your Facebook page at this period of time, everyone everyone take the opportunity to post and say, "Have you looked at?" VSPchannel.com, Veteran Suicide Prevention Channel. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity to be on the show. And, and Gary, I so appreciate you thinking of me. And, Bill, always a pleasure, uh, always a pleasure to dialogue with you. Thank you, sir. Definitely. And, Bill? Well, uh uh, Randy, it, it, thank you so much uh, with such short notice to come and be with us today. Uh, thank you for all you do, your service that you've given to this country, in both in uniform and from the civilian side, and that you continue to provide service to a very important segment of our population in the country. And uh, and Glenn Tari for his vision uh, to 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 come up with such a a creation 
the Veterans uh, uh, Suicide Prevention Channel. I think there's nothing but uh, but success that's uh, awaiting us in the future, and I'm I'm proud to be a member of this team to serve with you to meet this objective of keeping our veterans as informed as we possibly can. Oh, thank you, and we're so proud of both of you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Bill. If you missed any of our shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com, and we also have a total library of all our 150-plus shows. And remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone.